0: We'll go ahead and get started with today's Verizon IndyCar Series post-practice press conference joined now by Marco Andretti, driver of the number 27 UFD Honda for Andretti Autosport. Marco, it's been a a momentous start to your season so far. It's been um, some very fast pace both in St. Pete and then here today in practice. Uh, What have you attributed to that success so far?
1: Uh, just a lot of work in the off season um, not, and it 's not just one thing you know it 's a lot of things um, it 's attention to detail it 's i think our whole approach as a team you know and and the way we test uh, the way we do shaker the way we you know everything you know um, you know i think uh, this is as confident as i felt and as as fast as i 've been in off season uh, testing and stuff like that in my career like i, I don 't remember being out of the top two top five the whole off season so and in practice in Saint Pete and i think I think Saint Pete didn't really show what the twenty seven has you know we had those problems in qualifying uh, and then it turned into a fuel race but um you know i think I think we have the pace, and now the goal is to convert that to to uh you know well a race win really, but um you know results i think uh you know finishing seventh there was not a reflection of our pace, and that's a good thing you know where last year seventh we would have been like oh that was okay, you know we're now. Um, you know, I think we're, you know, there, we, we're third, fourth place car. I think here, you know, we're showing some pace, so we need to convert it. That's the goal.
0: As you mentioned, a seventh place finish in St. Pete, a best finish of six here today from practice, anything specific that stuck out to you from today's lessons in practice?
1: Yeah, obviously just the Reds, you know, that's a new thing this year. I'm a fan of it just because it takes the guessing out of it, um, for tomorrow. Um, so being able to try the Reds today, uh, I'm a big fan of, you know, I think, that way tomorrow, everybody's absolutely rung out and you're not sort of guessing at at the balance. So, um, you know, it'll be small changes for us from now until then.
0: What's special about this race in Long Beach? It's obviously uh, a very very storied event. Uh, Your grandfather won the first IndyCar race here. Uh, What is it about this place?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of history in general, but for our family, it's definitely a special one. I mean, you know, my dad actually won his first and his last race here, which is pretty cool. and uh, I want to win my third race here, if it's this season. But, uh, you know, I think, um, yeah, I mean, just, just so much history. I mean, even going back to F1 and stuff, it's, uh, it's, it's just a magical place. And the weather's normally great. It'll probably rain tomorrow now that I said that. But, um, um, yeah, I mean, just, just the fans. And uh, it's just it's a fun event.
0: Questions for Marco? Yes, Robert. And then we do have a wireless mic Natasha will bring to you.
2: Marco, uh, Will mentioned to me after the first practice that on the resurfaced back straight there's like a bump right where you're going to break, and they were talking about it quite a bit on the telecast. Uh, How much of an issue, if any, is that going to be?
1: Um, I had to adjust my style there for sure, you know, because obviously that corner, it calls for... A lot of peak pressure to slow the car down, but the track won't take it because of the dive, you know, and the in the attitude of the car. So, I just smoothed off my braking there instead of really hammering it, and uh, still, still a big bump. But what I like, it's character. I mean, same for everybody, and it's another obstacle that uh, we need to figure out how to overcome. So, I don't think it's going to ruin anything.
0: Other questions for Marco? Yes, Kay.
3: Each team is getting. Uh an extra set of tires is that going to be an advantage for all the teams and how?
1: Um, I mean as far as relative to my competition um, you know I think the inside the top guy inside the top ten they don't get an extra set and everybody outside does so for in my case I didn't get uh, an extra set but to me it's you know it's practice one and uh, you know you you most likely if you start chasing the track at that point you're going the wrong way so um, you know, I think it's, it's one of those where it's the same for everybody. I actually like the, the outside the top 10 rule. I think it, it changes things up a lot. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those that's the same for everybody.
0: Matt.
2: Matt Weaver with Auto week, uh, two kind of broader questions for you. Uh, the first is about the hot start that Honda seems off to. You guys have Pace uh, the first race of the year at St. Pete and so far in practice. At what point of the year do you feel like it's not a, a small sample size? Is it, is it Indianapolis? Is it well after that where you can say, okay, now it does seem that way and maybe it's not just a misconception?
1: Honestly, I think St. Pete because I think uh, it was one of those where, all, you know, all through off season testing we're like wow we're we're fair and okay but then i always think in my head well are they showing everything you know and i think come st pete they actually were so that was a pleasant surprise and and um you know it's just a credit to everybody at honda just just working really hard and um you know i think we you know i don't know if it's an edge but i think you know as a team we've definitely stepped up so maybe there's more players this year just because of of our gain as well and in uh in pace. So, um, you know, I, I honestly feel that, that uh, you know, we can win races outright right now. And, and last year I didn't really feel that way for a lot of reasons. You know, I'm not putting it on a manufacturer by any means, but, um, you know, I think this year I, I have an outright shot at wins, which is good.
2: And even more broader, we've got our first look now at the, well, not our first look, but an even better look at the 2018 spec with the new body kits. Um, basically, it seems like we are going back to a, a spec car almost, as as it were, uh, with the original DW12. Can IndyCar succeed as basically a spec series? Because the past couple of years we've tried to broaden up the the look of the car.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised with that question because when I look at Formula One, I don't look, I don't see competitive from top to bottom. I see a couple teams. So if you're a fan, you want you want to watch a sport and say that man anybody could win this race. And you get that with spec racing, you know, and you get, I mean this is the most competitive series in the world. It really is. It's from top to bottom, it's tight, you know, from the teams to the drivers. And um, you know I think at this point in the DW12 with the Aeroquit, we have these things absolutely rung out, you know, from both manufacturers side. And that's that's what you want to see. I mean, and the racing is good. Our product is good. So, no, I'm not worried about that at all. I mean, I think I think taking a bit of downforce away will improve the racing even more. You know, because right now the cornering speeds are so high that it's tough to really see a difference and and get passing done because we don't, we're not really slowing down that much for the corners. So, I think next year the product will improve even more. So, um, and you'll see, you know, you'll see. Uh, Tight racing again. I mean, qualifying, you'll see hundreds of a second, you know, and, and that's what this sport's all about. Hmm?
0: Other questions? Marco, with qualifying tomorrow, what, in your opinion, are your keys to success in, in qualifying, so to speak?
1: Just putting a lap together, um, you know, uh, getting a clear lap as far as traffic's tricky around here as well. so. Uh, Doing it on the lap, that's going to count. Just me hitting my marks and uh, nothing spectacular. Just just putting the lap together. Um, Easier said than done, but that's the goal.
3: Mary.
0: We sure do, right behind you.
3: Um, Marco, you seem a lot more confident this season, and I think you're having fun with Brian Herter, which maybe you didn't seem to have last year. Can you talk a little bit about having him on your stand and as your strategist?
1: Yeah, it's sort of a it's a combination of everything, right? Because you know, when when you're running well, it's easier to smile. But you're not going to run well if you're not smiling. So that that's the hole I had to dig myself out of in the off season. So, um, but I think I think it's maybe sixty percent that our, our cars are just better this year, you know. And so, uh, but the rest of it is, you know, we need to execute now that we're now that we're in a position to be fast. We need to really turn it into results. That's going to be the key. Um, You know, like 2013, I mean, I was able to lead the championship almost at the halfway point, but we let it go. Like we need to really stay on it uh, all the way through the year if we're able to um, march march forward, which will be the goal. So it's easier to have fun when you're fast.
0: Any final questions for Marco? Marco, good luck in qualifying tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. We'll go ahead and continue our Verizon IndyCar Series post-practice press conference, joined now by Will Power, driver of the number 12 Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet. Will has two wins here on the streets of Long Beach and three pole positions, which will probably bode well for him heading into qualifying tomorrow. Will, fastest in practice today, uh, going into qualifying tomorrow, what are some things that you noticed or learned from practice today that might help you out tomorrow in qualifying sessions?
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, it was uh now we get the a set of reds for this one session, so um that's really important for qualifying' because they are such a different tire, a lot softer um, so we've got a pretty good read on that and have an idea what we need to do for the balance for tomorrow so um yeah, car feels comfortable um so yeah, it's got to work on it. It kind of sucks if you're quickest because you know you can't find as many details, you know. Wish I was fifth or something. That would have been much better. Maybe you can don't, work on that. You don't later. want to show people what you got too soon.
0: Obviously, uh, Saint Pete started similarly and and didn't end the way you want it to with a 19th place finish. What are some of the things that you and the team have discussed since then to try to get that momentum back heading into this race in Long Beach?
4: Um. Yeah. It's you know. It, Obviously got the drive-through penalty, but we're still in good shape. And then had an issue with the uh, the engine, um, bit of fueling, a fueling issue. Uh, so that's been fixed. You know, it's you hate to be the one that finds a bug, but I did. Um, so everyone else can thank me later. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's for me, it's been. If you count the last two races of last year in St. Peter, it's basically been three DNFs on tracks that I'm really good at. So um, it's about time you know I had a good run here. I really, really want to have a good run, have a win, be great.
0: But you do have two wins here, and with the the history of this race, it seems to many drivers this is a, a special one to win. Um, with those two wins, and then um, just looking at the event overall, what are you, what would you say are some of the special aspects of, of this event in particular? What makes this race so special?
4: It's the uh, the history. Yeah, you, know, you look at some of the guys that have won. You get your face engraved in victory lane, which is really cool, especially when you see guys like Mario Andretti and um, you know and a lot of other big names from the past. So uh, I think that's that's it's you know. Any track that you, that you, you know, I think it's 30 years, is it? Uh, you know, it's amazing to have a race for that long. And, um, you know, history creates a big following, and that's what it is here.
0: The 43rd Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach being celebrated this year, the 34th IndyCar race here on the streets of Long Beach. Any questions for Will? Tony.
1: Uh, Will, that 2012 one you had was an interesting strategic deal where you guys were able to win with one last stop. Do you think the extra five laps is going to make it to where you can do it on two stops Sunday, or do you think it'll take three to win?
4: It's It'll take one yellow to make it a two-stopper on the start, I think. Um, and even so, you could probably do it in two... Like, they need to do, you know, like, seven laps or ten laps. They went five to make it like this... This, like, you still gotta have people who go for the big fuel save, um, or if there's a yellow, it'll just be the same as it was. Um, Yeah, or it may not, I don't know. You know, it's really enjoyable when, you know, someone does three, if you are the person that does three and you just outspeed everyone with uh, one extra stop, that's that's a fun race, Uh, so I'm hoping it's like that.
0: Other questions for Will? Yes, Patrick.
3: Uh,
2: well, let's just talk about that little orange line there at pit exit. Um, I noticed during the session everybody tri- tried to cut it a little bit during the practice session. Are you just trying to figure out where that spot is and get a reference in, in, in your mind for where you can see that pit exit line?
4: Yeah, it's, um, it's actually pretty, it's pretty hard to, like, it's pretty easy to trip it. Um, and get in, in in the race there's a drive through penalty so uh yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people did, so you really being um conservative, which is you know it, it slowed up the exit quite a bit problem, though, no, if anything, it probably makes it a little better. I mean it makes the merge slower, but um yeah it's it's It'll stop what happened last year when everyone was complaining that, oh, this is why he won, but hang on, we'll go back and have a look. Oops, I did it myself, too. Get a lot of that in this series.
0: Other (laughs) questions? Yes, Robert.
2: Well, uh, you mentioned to me earlier that your mom is here for maybe just the second race in your career. Um, Does that... Add any pressure, or, you know, for you, or maybe excitement? Uh, can you just talk about that? Her being here?
4: Uh it's just it's cool for her to be here. She's uh, really here to see my son, not me. But uh, <laughs> see, that's not really the only reason she came. She pro- she probably won't watch the race. Um, she just she doesn't like it. it's too nerve wracking for her. So she'll probably do something in the hotel. Or yeah, I'm not sure. She watched in 2014 was the other races she went to when I won the championship in Fontana, and she watched the whole thing. So. Yeah, we'll see. It's cool to have her here. It really is.
3: Mary. Well, um, somebody asked me at the end of that session um, how you could, and I don't know if this is correct, but how you could be three-tenths faster than everybody else in the field in practice, and um, they wanted to know if you shortcut the track somewhere. And I looked at him and said, it's Will Power. He's always fast. So is it something about this track that you like, that you found that you know makes you apart from the others?
4: Um, No, no, it's sometimes you get it right, like the setup, but you you know, it's only practice. You know, you kind of show everyone the sectors and where they're lacking and they all go back and study it and it's kind of, I was hoping people would go quicker, but they didn't. Um, But yeah, it's it's a cool track, I enjoy it. Uh, Street course, Uh, yeah, just try to put the pieces together.
0: Matt,
2: did you have a question? Uh, Matt Weaver with Auto Week. Uh, under the context that you've won Long Beach, you've won a championship, uh, you're one of the more prolific qualifiers in IndyCar history, do you ever think about your, your legacy and what races like this, like the month of May coming up, can do as far as establishing your place amongst you know, the all-time greats of IndyCar racing?
4: Um, no, I don't look at that stuff much. But you know, you have to say races like this, and in the Indy 500 definitely put you in that in a good place in history. Um, you know, uh, um, but yeah, that's something you might look at when you're 50 years old. But uh, yeah, it's it's good to be up with that sort of company if you can be, like Dario when he finished.
0: Mark.
3: Hi Will, Um, some some drivers including Marco Andretti here before you uh, was talking about the bump at the end of the back straight under braking, I saw some cars bounce pretty hard on on that bump, has that uh, required you to change your driving style over there at all, or change your line into that turn?
4: Yeah it's actually it is pretty difficult that bump Um, it's hard to, yeah, yeah yeah I actually thought we'd end up going past it but it's right where you hit the brakes, so, you know, it's, um, it's yeah, I hope they grind it for next year. It'd be nice.
3: Yeah, I was going to ask, has there been any uh, discussion in the driver's meeting about them grinding it even overnight? Is, is it really bad, or is it just, you know, you have to just work around it?
4: you got to kind of work around it. It's not not terrible. I mean, it's there. I mean, yeah, if you brake right on it, it's pretty harsh, but, um, yeah, there's tracks that are worse.
0: Bruce?
2: when you look back over your career the last champ car series race ever that you won here in 2008 how special was that to you it was the last time it was going to be the last hurrah for champ car and you got to go out as the winner
4: um yeah that was a great weekend uh it really was it's kind of sad to yeah, and the whole champ car thing because it's such fantastic cars and a great series. But on the other hand, it created a super strong Indy car. So, um, yeah, great weekend. There's not much more to say. It's It was the best way possible that you could go out.
0: Yes, Patrick and then Mary.
4: Uh, Will, we do these press conferences
2: all the time, and I always get the impression that you're thinking of something else.
4: <laughs> what's that?
2: I always get the impression that you're kind of thinking of something else. Because I just, you, just, you just don't get very excited these press conferences. I've seen you away from the racetrack and you're a much more excitable guy. So when you walk in this room, what's, what's kind of going through your head?
4: Um, oh, all sorts of stuff. I wish my mind would actually settle down a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm probably, oh, what was I thinking of? <laughs> I think I was thinking about, yeah, getting back to the engineering office and looking at some data. See how I can go better. But I'm focused on your question right now. (laughs) Because I'm thinking of something else, and that's what the question was about.
0: (laughs) We'll take one more question from Mary and then we'll let we'll go to his engineering meeting.
3: Um, this year uh you don't have Tim Sindrick as a strategist. you have John Boozlog or Myron. how's that working out to change someone and, and you know have you guys in sync with each other and...
4: Yeah, I think um you know having <clears throat> my engineer uh you know I think he he was he had a lot to do with the strategy anyway um, you know and I have to say that tim is i I felt like one, one of the best in the pit lane and one of the best guys you could have on the radio. Um, just because he has so much experience and he's just very good at strategy in general, whether it's racing or playing cards or whatever but um uh yeah, you know i think it was a, it was a decision for <clears throat> to help the two car um two car along and um you yeah, know help joseph get up to speed but it's been working well like honestly saint pete you yeah, know uh did a great job you know we did everything we could we were, had a good strategy and I feel like if we didn't have the issue we would have finished in the top five.
0: Will thank you very much. Good luck in qualifying tomorrow. Thank you Indy Carnation for coming and joining us today.